J. Chapter 2 I forged around the outside of the quaint ranch-style house, lifting everything that wasn't nailed down. It had always been my experience from hanging out with my well-off buddy Kyle that one out of every five summer homeowners left a key hidden somewhere on the property just in case they had to send a repairman, had a friend coming by, or simply didn't want to take a chance of being locked out when they forgot the master key in their city house two and a half hours away. So far, I'd come up empty. I'd been to multiple houses that didn't have an alarm sign in front, and I still hadn't found a key. Not that it mattered. I'd go through a hundred if I had to. You see, breaking out of prison was the easy part. It was staying free in the middle of a manhunt that would prove to be difficult. Nevertheless, I'd done what most would have thought impossible. I'd escaped from a maximum security prison and was far enough away that I didn't have to worry about dogs being on my heels. Unfortunately, I hadn't slept or eaten in almost two days. I guess I should have thought this whole thing through just a little bit more. Escaping prison was something a man could do on his own. You don't really need anyone to plan an escape if you're truly motivated, which I was. But now that I was out, I realized that I definitely should have considered asking for help. I really wasn't looking to put in jeopardy the few friends I had left, at least not yet. Not until I started working on the bigger picture. Besides, it was less of a risk asking folks to help you when you were face to face. You know, when there was no one around to read your mail or eavesdrop on your phone calls and visiting room conversations. I finally found what I was looking for under a flower pot at the sixth house I checked. Six had always been my favorite number. Come to daddy, I said with a smile bending over to pick up the dirt-covered key. Once it was in my hand, I headed straight for the front door. Fuck! I exhaled, trying my best to keep it together. I can't even begin to explain my frustration when the key wouldn't fit into the lock. After managing to sneak onto one of the ferries from New London, Connecticut to Orient Point, New York, and then finding my way to East Hampton without rousing any suspicion— I had finally found a key, but it didn't work. It was demoralizing. With a shrug of my shoulders, I walked around to the back door. It was a long shot, but maybe my luck hadn't quite run out yet. When the key slid into the back door lock and I heard it click, my heart wanted to sing hallelujah. Taking a quick check of my surroundings, I pushed the door open waiting a full minute before I entered the house to see if some sort of alarm was going to go off, then locked the door behind me. The stale odor told me nobody had been there since the fall, which was a good sign, because it probably meant they wouldn't be back until late spring, and it was only March. I went straight for the fridge, where I found nothing of use, only some condiments and salad dressing. The freezer, however, was a different story. I found frozen vegetables a whole pack of chicken parts, and a small box of Omaha steaks, all of which I removed. It was going to take them a few hours to thaw out, but I was going to eat good that night. Regrettably, I was hungry now, so I microwaved the vegetables, doctoring them with spices I found in the cabinets. I swear, until you spend ten years in prison, 
You never know how good something as simple as green giant vegetables can be. After my stomach was full, I located the master bedroom and went straight to the closet. To remind me that I was caught up in a real-life drama, the clothing belonged to a man who had to be at least half a foot shorter than me, about two sizes smaller, and his feet were just as small. I exited the closet and went for the dresser. I fished around in a couple of drawers until I found something that was workable. Well, Jay, old boy, you can't lose with a sweatsuit, I said, pulling out the navy blue fleece. Then I went through each room, randomly looking through drawers, closets, and dressers for any loose cash or more appropriate clothing. The only thing I found that would be remotely helpful was an old mayonnaise jar full of change. Not exactly a windfall, but at least it was filled with mostly silver coins and not all pennies.